Welcome to Face the Climb podcast with your host, me, Jen Camille. I'm a strength coach for climbers and outdoor athletes and founder and owner of the online training business, Face the Climb. This podcast is an extension of that business, and we dive into topics all about strength training, lifting, the benefits of lifting for your climbing and your outdoor athlete pursuits. But we also dive into why lifting is so beneficial and why you should be adding strength training into your life because it's not just a phase, it is a lifestyle and the benefits go far beyond just improving your performance. If you're looking to find more information, you can check out the blog on facetheclimb.com backslash blog. And you can also give me a follow on Instagram at face the climb. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hello, Face the Climb podcast listeners, and welcome to Behind the Training Week Four. Oh, this is this was a goodie week in terms of we got lots to talk about. <laughs> of course, before I start off, I do want to say if you are looking for more ways to support the show and help out Face the Climb podcast, it would be so grateful, so appreciated if you told other climbers that you think would really get climbing gems, learn climbing nuggets from this podcast, and then give it a rating and review on iTunes and a, like a star rating on Spotify. And then there's also a way now to, you know, sign up for a podcast subscription for Face the Climb. And this can be, I believe it's set up as you can choose any amount that you'd like or, you know, $3, $5. Super great way to support the podcast. And it is such, such, such appreciated because podcasting is my favorite thing in terms of getting information out there to you all over the other, you know, social media platforms. I don't even think podcasting is considered social media, but who knows? I don't know what it's considered. It's called, it's considered podcasting. We'll go with that. We will go with that. And I am starting a blog, a blog as well. Lots of things happening, but the podcast and the blog are going to be the main resources for climbers looking to start training or climbers new to training. Because like I mentioned Instagram and TikTok are great for getting little tidbits out there, but podcasting and blogging, that's where the meat, where you can get the information out there to you all. Uh, Okay, let's dive into behind the training week four. First off, repeaters. Repeaters actually went well. I didn't end up having to take weight off. Like I mentioned last week, I was feeling good with that. So pretty psyched with that. I also added in a thing that I had been doing for my finger rehab just to help keep, you know, my finger good because from the hangboarding, I definitely have started to feel it again. And it's not like a concerning feeling, nothing like it used to be, but it feels like it was, it's hard to describe, but I don't know, maybe you all have felt this before, but it's like actually tired. Like my finger gets tired, almost like when you go running and you feel your legs ache and they're tired, like my finger, that one sole finger fatigues out. (laughs) So it's a weird feeling, but it's also a good thing. You know, it means that we're progressing. We are definitely probably around the right area of intensity. Now, if it was like pain, too much, too much would have to kind of step away for a little bit off of the hangboard, but I'm adding in something that 
I had been doing for my finger rehab to also help with my endurance 100%. And I'll dive into that a little bit more. Got a wake up call. Um, I, my partner got me for my birthday because my birthday was on February 10th, Friday, February 10th. I am now 31 years old. Oh boy, nothing feels different. My body still aches. <laughs> that's all I got. I feel older. It's harder to get up in the morning, harder to recover. I guess that's just, you know, growing older. That's part of it. And got me BFR band. So part of my rehab was the campus board of doing up, downs, feet on, going up as high as I can with my feet on, then going back down with one hand on one side and then switching to the other with the BFR bands on. And so I'm adding that back in. I really liked that. And that also skyrocketed my endurance back when I was doing rehab for my fingers. So adding that back in, I actually really like it. If you've never done BFR, it's blood flow restriction. And essentially, it's used a lot, especially in rehab, because it's going to make a exercise at a lower intensity feel harder and increase the intensity by not having to increase the weight or, you know, edge size here. So I'm doing this on the larger campus rungs, you know, so it's a lot of times used in rehab areas, right? When you're rehabbing an injury, when you aren't able to do as much of weight bearing that you could beforehand, yet the other muscles still can. So we don't want those to atrophy and lose strength as well. So BFR is a really great tool for that. It also is great for building up endurance. You know, other um, athletes, other areas of sports and everything will use BFR bands beyond just rehabbing. But because this this finger thing's still a thing, um, I'm sure you're all probably sick and hearing of it. But I do want to talk about it because this is also, you know, to let you all know that sometimes pain just doesn't go away. Sometimes there are altering things. Like I still can't have crimp it. Like if you saw me in person, it's kind of crazy. The range of motion between the same finger on my other hand and that finger could and was able used to do that. It's part of life. This is the part of it. And I want to talk about it because climbers, I think, think injuries are ending when they don't have to be. It just, it's, they can last, they can linger and they can change things for sure. So that went well. I'm psyched to continue to do that. And then did the core, hate the core, as always, motherfucking core, but gotta do it, just gotta fucking do it. It did feel easier this week. My core circuit did feel easier this week. I will say that. And then felt strong on the isometric 90 degree hangs, had 20 weight, 20 pound weight, so I went up in five pounds, four sets, 10 seconds on, one minute off, super psyched about that. Definitely kind of feeling a little bit stronger in my upper body. There's a lot to go (laughs) for sure. And it was nice out last week in the Northeast in Connecticut. Kind of crazy. So I I felt like I had to get outside. So on Wednesday, Wednesday was a Jen day. Jen days are Jen does not hang out or see anyone else. (laughs) She just goes into a cocoon. I am very introverted, which you probably wouldn't think because I have a podcast. I do coaching. I do classes, clinics, guiding, all of these things. But I am an introvert and I definitely get my energy back when I spend time to myself. So I hit up a local bouldering spot. You know, it's nothing crazy. It's not very well known. And there aren't like, I wouldn't call them five-star climbs, but just kind of hit it up. And I felt strong. So I onsighted a V4. I climbed a fun V1, came close to a V5 that is 
definitely compression-y and I was very spread out. I was kind of shocked at how well I did on it. You know, I usually can send V5s in a couple goes now that are in my style um, or that are not dinos. And this one is definitely, I don't want, it's in my style, but it was very spanny and compression-y. So I was working at like my full wingspan. So I'm really proud about that. And I was like, you know, definitely starting to feel a little bit tired. So I had a granola bar. (laughs) I brought the snacks. That's something that I've been working on. I brought the snacks. And then I got in my car and I was like, you know what? I got energy back. I'm going to go do my lift. So I went and did my lift after climbing outside. Pretty psyched. All the weights felt really good. I upped all of my weights. Next day, fucking exhausted. (laughs) I will say that. The next day was... I don't want to say rough, but I was sore. I was feeling it. I didn't feel it after, and I kind of knew that would happen. I have not climbed like that at that intensity, and I don't think I've ever really climbed outdoors before and then lifted. And I'm psyched that I did it because something that I'm trying to do still is with the endurance training is just building up my capacity and my ability to do more work in a day. It's something that I've always struggled with and something that I will continually have to work on. So I'm not upset that I did the lifting after going outside. I'm psyched that I had the energy to do it and then also upped my weights and all my lifts as well. So that was awesome. But what I didn't do... And I'm really upset that I didn't. And I tell my athletes all the time to do this. And of course, here I am not doing it. I should have stretched longer. I did like a couple stretches and held them for like 20 seconds. And then I should have probably went for a walk before bed just to kind of move around a little bit more or maybe did some bedtime yoga. I fucking love yoga with Cassandra. I do yoga with Cassandra all the time. Love her. I should have done some yoga with Cassandra because she does 10 minute videos. I won't lie. I don't like yoga. But when I when yoga is in 10 minute increments, I am fucking there. I got it. I do yoga with Cassandra mostly every morning or I will do a five minute yoga of my own to move my body. And I just feel like a whole new person. But I definitely should have maybe done some yoga with Cassandra before bed. She has a sleepy time 10 minute videos like series. So good. Should have done that. Wasn't thinking. I probably also did not eat enough after the amount of climbing and lifting that I did that also contributed how I was feeling on Thursday. And then on Friday, so I mentioned Friday was my birthday. <laughs> um, we did go outdoor climbing, got on ropes. I don't know. Before I go into that, Friday, I just wasn't feeling it. I still, I still wasn't feeling it. Um, Still kind of felt in a mood. And I will say this whole last week, I did feel in a mood. And I think it's just when big weather changes happen, it definitely affects me. And I probably should have taken that into account for this week. And, you know, that just goes into like really learning and knowing your body. But I definitely should have stretched more on Wednesday and ate more Wednesday night to really be like feel better that Thursday and feel recovered. And like I like I was talking about Friday, we went rope climbing. I did a climb and a half and just was not feeling it. 
I was not feeling it at well at, at all. So we went bouldering and we just kind of fucked around, went beach bouldering, never been, went, never went there yet. Haven't asked the boulders and never went there yet. Went to check them out. There was another person that we know that was climbing there, which was great to see. And, you know, he kind of gave us a little spray down, which was awesome of where a couple of climbs are, but I'm definitely going to go back. That's like a really fun spot. I wouldn't say like, it's amazing. You know, the rockets on the beach, it's fucking sharp. The salt water and everything, it was fucking sharp, but it was like just cool to like have that experience and probably a great spot during the summer. It's probably hot, but you know, you could like hop in the water, you know, it's just a fun experience. I wouldn't go like project and like go hardcore over there, but it's just a fun experience. I would say, you know, you're bold around the beach in fucking Connecticut. <laughs> um, but yeah, with the ropes, you know, I kind of had the wake-up call, and it wasn't a wake-up call. The warm-up climb, you know, the other people that I was with, they were like, it's pumpy, Jen. I hadn't been in this spot before. They were like, it's pumpy. And, yeah, it was pumpy. I definitely was nervous more in my head that it was going to be pumpier. So I think that also led to me feeling more pumped. But it didn't feel it didn't feel hard at all, right? It was like five ten something. Didn't feel hard at all for first rope climb of the year. Didn't feel hard at all, and then hopped on probably like around a five eleven. And near the top, I kind of I just like took. I just wasn't feeling it. I was feeling a little bit pumped, but it wasn't like where I couldn't keep climbing. The rock was just kind of weird. It was like kind of freaking me out. I was also not feeling great still from Wednesday and still in a mood. So yeah, we went bouldering, felt a lot happier, (laughs) definitely a lot happier. And yeah, it was just kind of that moment of like, I think it also was contributing the fact that I am training right now to build up my endurance. So I didn't want to set unrealistic expectations like I didn't have any like expectations going into the rope climbing but at the same time I didn't want to be disappointed and be like fuck I'm so pumped like damn this isn't working at all you know so it was just a weird mental space like I wasn't really feeling rope climbing but you know it was my birthday so I felt like I had to because it was February 10th and my birthday on a Friday in February and it was like 60 out <laughs> like how could I say no to climb like rope climbing but we did go bouldering and I should have just said like yeah maybe can we just go bouldering I should I should have said it but I also felt like I had like needed to because then I did like I would have passed up on this opportunity to go rope climbing in February you know and It was just one of those moments where it's like, no, Jen, like, it's okay if you feel like you don't want to do something when it comes to climbing. That's okay. That's normal. It's okay to say no. That was, like, the biggest lesson there. But with the rope climbing, I would have felt better if I didn't feel pumped on the 511. And, you know, looking back on my week as I'm talking about this, this is great also for me to do these podcast episodes because it's also a reflection time for me, is... I did the hangboarding and BFR bands on Monday and adding the BFR in, it's, it's pumpy, yo. It's fucking uncomfortable and pumpy. And I did do the core afterwards. I probably maybe should have done a little bit of yoga as like a cool down as well to kind of just keep the blood flowing, get the blood flowing out of the arms. And then I had a hard day Wednesday. So yeah, it's definitely understandable and reasonable for me to feel pumped um, on Friday on that one climb. And it wasn't like I was pumped where I couldn't continue climbing. 
I just took because I just wasn't feeling it, right? Like, yeah, I had a little bit of pump, but I wasn't feeling it. I definitely would have felt better if I didn't feel pumped at all by it. But then again, you know, new rock, new scenario that's gonna happen. So that's also something for me to recognize. And maybe when we go down to the new, when I would try to, you know, hop on and flash pockets of resistance, maybe doing it at the end of the trip. So then I get more like time in because with flashing, I only get one try, right? Of course I can continue. If I don't flash it, I can continue to try to send it. But like essentially, if I'm trying to flash it, it's not like I need to project it all week, right? So getting used to the climbing, and I've been there once, getting used to the climbing again would be a good idea, a smart way to go about it. So then I get used to the rock again, because it's been over a year. It'll it'll be a year and a half since I went there last. So getting used to the rock again. So kind of planning that out. So good realization for me. And then four by fours, four by fours went good, pumped, Got the job done. I'm psyched with four by fours. And I will say next week, well, this week, when this podcast episode comes out, I'm recording it of like this week. It just did the four by four. So I'm recording it for like this upcoming week, I mean, is deload week. And I think that's smart just with how I was feeling this past week in terms of not just like climbing energy, but my energy overall. Like, in terms of how I felt with recovery, in terms of how I felt, you know, motivation will go up and down. You're not always going to be feeling motivated, but I just kind of felt down in the dumps and just not energized at all. Like I wasn't waking up, like took me so long to get out of bed every day of the week. So it's just like, okay, yeah, probably smart to do a deload week. So this upcoming week is going to be a deload week. And I... I'm probably going to still do, I'm definitely still going to be doing the hangboarding and the BFR bands. That's still going to be happening. For the lifting, I'm going to take down the weights a notch a little bit, nothing crazy, and then I'm going to switch up what I'm doing for the weights uh, the following week, week six. And then for climbing days, I'm just going to, you know, still climb And I'll probably just do four by twos instead of four by fours as my deload. And then moving on to ropes, moving on to the ropes, because I'm definitely feeling powerful from the four by fours, feeling good about that. And if I can't get on the ropes for rope doubles, then I'll do four by fours and increase the intensity of what I have been doing. Um, So I'm excited. I'm excited for a deload week. Fucking love deload weeks. But yeah, make sure you all eat enough after you're done climbing seriously eat enough after you're done climbing and do some yoga with cassandra but yeah that was week four thank you all thanks for listening to another face to climb podcast episode it has been a pleasure having you here and if you're looking for more ways to dive into lifting and strength training definitely go check out the free lifting guide which you can find down in the show notes and or on my website www.facetheclimb.com This is the guide to set yourself up for success in the weight room and doing it with confidence. We dive into how to build up strength. We dive into auto-regulation, sets and reps, progressive overload to help you build that strength through educational videos. But then we also dive into how a bunch of how to do exercise videos like deadlifts, 
rows, bench press, for barbells and dumbbells. This is guide is jam-packed with information and an amazing resource if you're looking to get into lifting. And of course, make sure you go and follow me on Instagram at Face the Climb. I would love to see you there and have conversations. All right, have a good rest of your day, y'all.